the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Hi Kids for Kids and Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be talking to Gabby Levy, a rubber stamp maker. Also on the show, I'll be having the Hi Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. And if you want to SMS or WhatsApp to say ha, answer the riddle, anything like that, you can SMS on 34519 and it's charged at 1 Rand 50. Or you can send me a WhatsApp for free on 062-148-2374. And please sign your name so I can give you a shout out on air. Or you can call us on the new studio number on 010-140-3020. Get ready for an interesting show on Car Kids. Today, that's right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is the Car Kids for Kids and Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. We are starting a cool new feature on Car Kids where we bring in one of our special listeners and find out a bit more about you guys. If you want to be our next special listener or guest, you can send in an email to matt at chaifm.com. That's M-A-T-T at C-H-A-I-F-M dot C-O-M. And now we are going to give you the riddle, and the riddle is... Drumroll, please. <laughs> a girl is sitting in a house at night, and that house has no lights on at all. There's no lamp, no candle, nothing at all, yet she's reading. How is she doing this? If you know the answer, then send an SME and SMS on 34519 or WhatsApp 0621482374. That's 34519 or 0621482374 with your name and the answer. And you could be win a prize from Kid & Co. But you have to be the first one to get the answer right. And you also have to give others a chance to win our car kids. So if you have won in the last 90 days, you can still enter for the riddle, but you will not be able to win a prize, unfortunately. Today, I have Gabby Lieby, a rubber stamp maker, in studio with me. If you have any questions for her, you can send them in on an SMS on 06, uh, 34519 or WhatsApp 0621482374. Good afternoon, Gabby. How good are you? Good afternoon. I'm good. And yourself? Good. Thank you. So let's get straight to the interview. What is it like being a rubber stamp maker? Well, it's it can be quite hectic at times, but it is also a lot of fun. And I get to be creative every single day when I come into work. It's really, really great. So do you enjoy it? I do. I do. I really and truly do. I get to do a lot of designing and it's just, it's a lot of fun. What sort of equipment did you need to do all this designing and technology as well? Well, for a start, you do need a computer. Um, I basically do a lot of the designing. Um, so that includes the typesetting of all the rubber stamps. So... When a customer comes in and they want specific wording, um, they ask for the wording. Um, depending on what that is, I will type that out and make sure that it fits inside of our rubber stamp sizes. Um, and basically for that, you would just need a, sp- a special design program. As um, as I said before, You, I use two different ones. I'll either use a program called Adobe Illustrator or uh, Coral Draw. Uh, it really just depends. Uh, when it comes to making the actual rubber stamp, we use a sort of an exposure unit machine, as we call it, and it's got UV lights in it. So it's 
basically like the sunlight outside, but it's a lot more concentrated, um, a lot more, it's a lot stronger, should I say. Um, and we use a special liquid polymer, um, which I'll explain uh, just now. It's basically the, the whole rubber of the stamp. Um, and you need, you need quite a bit. You obviously you need um, uh, Do you want to move on? Yes, I think so because there, there's a long, long list. I think we should. Okay, so how um, do UV lights work? So UV lights are basically it's just like any other light bulb, except it's got it's a lot stronger. Um, and it's a different source of light. So it's very, very similar to, to sunlight in a way. When you hear a lot about UV light, um, usually that's, you'll, you'll see it a lot on, uh, like sunscreens and stuff like that, saying it's UV protection. So that will protect you against the UV lights of the sun. Um, so we try and obviously the box is closed off. So you don't always get the exposure to the lights, but it's just something that you've got to be very careful of. It's, it's, a lot like sunlight. Right, thank you. And then what about these design programs? Can you explain very briefly what they're about and how they work? Okay, well, they're used by graphic designers a lot of the time. Um, Coral Draw, it, it basically, what you can do is that you can redraw like a picture. A lot of com- a lot of designers, sorry, would use it for example for the High FM logo um, to to draw that up That's or for coloring in books. Yes, it's it's part part of the job. Uh, it's used by a lot of graphic designers. Would be to design logos or pictures or drawings or, or anything like that. So a lot of the time, if someone sends me their logo, I redraw it in that program to be used on a rubber stamp if if they would like their logo on their stamp. Right, so you said it's used by graphic designers. So I just want to give a quick shout out because my sister's starting to be a graphic designer. Oh, really? So okay. Megan, use that app. What's it called? Uh, it's either Adobe Illustrator or Coral Draw. Uh, I suppose in Varsity, she'd probably learn how to use them because it's, it's used by a lot of different graphic designers. So she'll probably land up learning them. Right. Thank you. And then while keeping it simple, can you explain what your process or what you do in the process of making stamps? Well, what I do is, is that I type out the rubber stamps. So when a customer comes in, they give me the written out of what their stamps are supposed to say. And then I will type it out in one of these programs and I make what is called a negative, which is where the we have a black background and white wording. Um, so I will basically put that together, print that out, and then it goes through to be made into a rubber stamp. Right, so that's okay. And then do you buy or mix your own? How do you make your ink or get your ink? Well, we buy our ink from a different company um, called Collop. They're one of the big rubber stamp companies. They actually make these self-inking rubber stamps, which is a stamp with its ink pad already in it. And they also sell bottles of ink, the ink pads and that sort of thing. So we usually just buy it from them. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, mixing of ink is quite a complicated process um, and it can be a big big thing to do. It's It's a lot of chemical chemical balances and that kind of thing so from what i've heard um color ink is very expensive so does that make the process or the process of making stamps with the ink and whatever very expensive as well 
No, it doesn't. It's a because it's a different process. We we get the the ink already put into the ink pads, so it doesn't cost much more than actually getting a regular black pad. Uh, it depends on the colors. They they have stock colors, which are well colors that they've all that they have pre-mixed are black, red, green, and purple. Any other color would need to be specially mixed, and that that could cost extra. But I haven't quite run into that kind of an issue just yet in this career, so I th- I think that it's it's safe to say it would be a little bit more expensive if you want something like a light blue or an indigo or something like that. Do you get special orders for all those specific colors that you mentioned? Sometimes we do, um, mostly for white ink, which is not that easy to find and can be a little bit more expensive. Um, but like I said, mostly for white. Um, a lot of people want white ink for for one reason or another. Um, yeah, it's not normally for... Um, for like for a piece of paper for a document or something like that it's going to be for clothing or for to put onto like wooden toys or something like that or anything like that um so do you have like when people specially order a special thing do you have to like design that special thing on the computer yes or do you ever do it by hand no we do it all on the computer the reason being is because you can get much crisper lines you can make you can make it look more professional that way. There was an older method where you would have to almost draw out the stamp, and I have done it this way before, where you draw it on a special kind of tracing paper and then it gets put onto negative film, very similar to what a photographer would use. Um, and you would do it that way. But these days, we usually just do it all on the computer. So a lot of the stuff that you do <coughs> relates to different jobs as well. Yes, it's a, it's a very, very big mix of, of work. And then you were just saying about earlier using it for wooden toys and uh, shirts, clothing. What other uses are there for rubber stamps? Well, other uses for rubber stamps are we make actually a kit um, for children's clothing with your name on it that can be stamped onto your clothing so that you'll always know oh that's my shirt because it has my name on it um we had a customer come in wanting um a stamp with their logo on because he makes wooden toys and he wanted it to be stamped on that um we've even had someone come in wanting a stamp for cookies they wanted to put a logo onto cookies so in that case it would just be a regular wooden handle stamp and you would just push it into the dough. But a stamp can be used for all sorts of different things. Um, it's a very interesting uh, job, I must say. You get to f- figure out all sorts of interesting things and interesting ways of doing things. Uh, <laughs> I just want to mention something. Like I of think course. I should come to you guys because I definitely need names on my clothing and, in fact, almost everything that I have because I am prone to losing things. Well, then. I'm very irresponsible. <laughs> Well, then that's why we created this for, for kids like you that always lose their, their clothing. I'll come and give you guys a call. Not a problem. Um, also, I just want to remind you guys that the riddle is still happening. The riddle is a girl is sitting in a house at night and there are no lights at all on the house. There is no lamp. There is no candle. Nothing. Yet she is reading. How is she reading? 
So send in your answers to 34519 or 0621482374 is the WhatsApp. Send those in now and let's have a song break. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. That song was Touch the Scar from Brave. My name is Jacob Gordon and this is Hi Kids Show. Just a reminder before I continue t- talking to Gabby Libby, who is a stamp maker, today's riddle, again, a girl is sitting in a house at night. There are no lights on at all. There's no lamp, no candle, nothing. But she is reading. How is she reading? If you know the answer, send us an SMS on 34519, WhatsApp 0621482374. That is 34519 or 0621482374. And you could win a prize from Pin Co. Right. Let us carry on, Gabby. Alrighty. So, um, what is the company that you work at called? Okay, so I work at a company called Embossing Stamps Manufacturers, and we make, like, as we're talking about today, we make rubber stamps, we also make wax seals, and we make embosses. Um, and, and yeah, that's, and name badges, yes. Sorry, um, I nearly forgot about those. How long has your company been running? We have been running since about the 1960s. Um, it was all started by my grandfather. Um, and then in about 2000s, the, the early 2000s, we all moved up here from Cape Town to come and help, help out my grandfather. Well, my parents came to help out. And then a couple of years ago, I came into the company as well, straight from, uh, from high school and started helping out too. So it's been a family business for a very long time. Right. So if it goes back to the 1960s, I don't know how much you know about the history of rubber stamps. I sort of know the history. Um, <laughs> to, to be honest, I know um, more of the modern ways of making stamps, but I do know some of the things from, from way back when as well. So do you know um, where rubber comes from or where rubber was originally discovered from? Yes, it was originally discovered from trees, I believe. Uh, the sap of, I think, rub, well, they call them rubber trees, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be wrong there, but it's, it's something along those lines. And then do you know who started <coughs> making the first stamps? The first stamp maker, I believe his name was James C. Woodruff. Yeah, I, I, believe. I, I think that's right. I mean, I did some research. That's what I've got. So I guess that's right. But you yes. can't always believe what the internet does. No, this is so. very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. What are, uh, when did you join the company? Like straight from high school? Straight, straight? Or? Straight from high school. I've, I've been with the company on and off straight from high school. Uh, then I went off to go study graphic design and then I came back into the company while I was waiting to find a different job for myself just to sort of help my parents out because they were at that stage running the company, the two of them. And then in 2015, because my my mom fell ill, I came back into the company to come and help out my dad while my mom was busy recovering. And now I've now taken over my mom's work. She unfortunately passed away in October of 2015. So I took I basically I've taken over her work now. So uh, she was also doing all the typesetting and all the, the putting together of the stamps and everything. So now I've taken over from that. I wish you long life. Thank and, you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so you've taken over. That's that's good because you help her legacy live on. Exactly, exactly. Right. So would you say that rubber stamps are still in high demand today for, um, say, printing things and like newspapers, that type of thing? Well, we we basically get them for doing um, a lot of invoices. 
smaller companies that, that need them. They're not as high a demand as they used to be. A lot of lawyers use them as well um, to make to say that a, doc, a document is an original. Um, there's also, I'm, I'm sure, a lot of kids uh, out there. I'm sure you've all heard of Jog the Frog. We we actually make those little rubber stamps for Jog, um, well, of Jog, should I say? Um, it's not as popular as it used to be, but it it could. It could potentially be be bigger. It's it was very very big when scrapbooking was a big thing, which was a, a sort of a design thing where you would take photos and you'd make beautiful backgrounds with different papers with different colors and and that sort of thing. And stamping was very very big with that. Right. So it was very big with scrapbooking. I I don't know if libraries like I remember I used to go to libraries like when I first started reading. Mm-hmm. Because like I ran out of books too quickly. <laughs> I'm a very big bookworm, but um, well, that's good. I recall they used to use them. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, they used to use, if I'm not mistaken, it was either a stamp with the school's name on it, and it had a date in the middle, or it just had, it was just the date to say when when this book was taken out or when it was uh, being brought back in or whatever the case is. Um, I think some libraries do still use those. Um, there are some companies that still use it, that still use kind of the the little date stamp where it has a, a date that you can turn to to change the dates. Um, but yes, li- libraries. I d- I don't know if maybe if there's any librarians out there that know if you still use those. I know you use a scanner these days. I don't think they use them very much these days anymore, which is okay. unfortunate. So then, um, how long does it take you to make a stamp? Well, it takes about half an hour. It's a pretty quick process. Um, there, there are a lot of companies that that use different methods, and that can be a different time period. But ours, ours usually takes about half an hour. So if a customer comes in and they want the stamp on the same day, we can say, okay, come back in about an hour and a half, and it'll be ready for you, just to leave some room for mistakes. Right. So you always that that's good. Ah, uh, I would definitely do leave room for mistakes. Mistakes always happen. Of course, of course. And it's good. You learn from them. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, if when you're in a rush to get something finished. There's going to be some kind of a mess up. Yeah. So where do you guys get your supplies from? We get our supplies from uh, from different chemical suppliers. It just depends on what it is that we're needing. For our polymer, we get it straight from um, Collip, who I mentioned before. Uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, it's a big rubber stamp company. We usually get the, the polymer from them, um, and we get also the... The little machines. Um, you can get different size rubber stamp uh, machines, you know, that the customer would use that have the little ink pad inside of it and, and all that sort of stuff. So we usually get it from, from them in the different sizes. And depending on what else we need, we go to different chemical uh, companies. It, it really just depends. So it depends on what you need. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So do you sell your stamps to shops? Yes, we do. Uh there are some shops that do approach us and say we we need rubber stamps, and then of course we give them a little bit of a discount for because they're going to be reselling, bulk. yeah, and because they're buying in bulk. We have some companies that do at least ten stamps at a time because it, it's part of their order. We also have agents or people that go out and they get orders and then they come to us, and we make up the rubber stamps for them. 
Um, so what sort of shops do come to you? A lot of print shops. Um, a few... Uh, a few private people, of course, also come through, but it's mostly mostly stationary shops and print shops. Right, obviously. And then, uh, how do you uh, how do you harden the rubber? So we harden the rubber using UV lights. Um, that's to basically cook the uh, the rub- the polymer. Uh, so it comes. Obviously, it comes as as a liquid, the polymer. We pour it over our sort of negative that we've made. And then as the light shines through, it hardens the polymer. So that's why we make it as a negative. We make the black background and the wording in white so that when it gets printed onto the special clear film that we use called laser line, we, um, we can then make sure that all the wording sort of comes through. Um, so we have to make sure that the background is completely, completely black. No light can go through it, nothing. Uh, and then what the UV lights do is that it essentially cooks it in inverted commas, and we do both sides. Then what we do is is that we remove if there's any excess polymer on the top of it, and because it's still liquid, we can still use it again. So we put it back in the bottle, then we scrub off whatever is still sort of stuck there, just to make sure that it's not so sticky. And then we put it into a special liquid, which is the, um, it's called DTAC crystals. So it's crystals that make the stamp less sticky so that you don't land up having a big mess on your hands. Um, it, hard, it essentially hardens it a little bit more so that when, we, when you're putting it into the ink, it's not going to fall apart on you. I don't know, because I was reading up on this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I was interested about, like, early stamp making. Yes. And I uh, read about the thing called the vulcanizer. Yes, that's a very, very old process. Um, we actually don't use that sort of process anymore. Um, but you are very, very correct. It, it is one of the first ways of making rubber stamps. You would use, I keep forgetting what it's called, but it's sort of like a, like a wood kind of thing. And what you do is that you would etch in your design of whatever the stamp must be. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you would get these, le- you'd get letters made out of lead and then you'd push it in in order to make your words in, for a worded stamp. And then you take a rubber sheet, which is literally, as the name states, just a sheet of rubber, put it on top and then you put it through, put it onto I think it was a heat press, if I'm not mistaken. When I first came into the company straight from high school, um, our lady that actually makes our rubber stamps and has been for all these years, um, she thought one of the first steps to teach me was how you used to make stamps. So she showed me this machine, and I just remember that the office, we had to open up every window and every door because it's it's so strong smelling. It basically smells like burning tires. It's not very nice, but... It's how they used to do it. So I would imagine you would do something like that outside, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> it's not something that I would recommend. It can be quite dangerous with a lot of heat and everything like that. Whereas with the new method, you're just using lights. You're not necessarily using any anything hot. <laughs> right, so you so can't I burn. just want to double check myself. Of um, course. I also read that the Vulcanizer was actually discovered by accident. 
it was apparently, I'm not sure how it was discovered by accident, but a lot of great things are discovered by accident. Yeah, I actually read about that in my National Geographic magazines. It's yes. often uh, great things come from mistakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, <laughs> so what I read was that the this guy was busy cooking on his stove, and mm-hmm. he was trying to figure out while he was doing this what, how rubber you could harden it. And then he accidentally knocked some sulfur off the stove, which was, like, really hot. And it hit the rubber. And instead of making it li- more liquid, it actually hardened it. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you see, I've just learned something new, too, guys. You're, you're not the only ones learning today. <laughs> Looks like I am, too. Hmm, very interesting. Right. And then, um, what do rubber stamps look like? Well, that really just depends. So... You get all different types of rubber stamps. You get ones that are just on a wooden handle on their own. And it basically looks like a little sheet of of rubber basically on a piece of wood. So what it will look like, it will look like a flat piece with little raised parts, which is basically the wording. And then once you put it in ink, you can actually see what it says on it. And funnily enough, if you look at the stamp, all the wording is going to be backwards. So... You'll think, oh, no, I've made the stamp wrong. But no, you haven't. You've made it completely correct because once you put it down on the piece of paper, it will come out the exact way that it's supposed to. So you, I mustn't get a fright if I'm making stamps one day and I see that it's backwards. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Or when if you get your, your name stamp and you see, oh, no, my name is backwards on here. Don't worry. It's supposed to be like that. <laughs> so then uh, what other materials besides from rubber stamps? have been used to make stamps do you know well yes i know that a lot of very crafty people have used foam sheets to make rubber stamps before um you can use i've seen some people use a potato and then they etch it out um other ways of making rubber stamps i'm not quite sure how they do it with lasers but you you can do laser engraving of rubber stamps which is a pretty big thing these days um I think it's a sheet of a plastic. It's not necessarily the rubber that we use. Um, I think it might be a softer plastic or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't worked with laser engraving before or laser rubber stamp making or anything like that. But it could be something like that. But there's all sorts of ways that you can make make a rubber stamp. Right. So then um, I actually read about something. (laughs) Sorry, I'm full of information today. No, it's good. It's very, very good. Um, so I, the first form of stamping is the seal. Yes, uh, a wax seal, which we actually still make today. Yes, so, um, actually, I found something very interesting that, um, I think it's especially appropriate since this is the only Jewish station. Yes. I found that the earliest references to the seal were actually in the Torah. That's correct. That's very, very right. It refers to, uh, Paro's signet ring. And in Megillat Esther, it also talks about Hachashverosh's signet ring. Yes, that's right. And that's that's almost like a, a seal. So it's, it's similar to a stamp. That is, if I'm not mistaken, that's like identification almost for, for some of them. I think yeah. there was only one made. So it was completely custom. And it's it's a very, very interesting thing. If you look really, really into the history, you can find all sorts of interesting things about stamps. And that's a very interesting one. Yeah, I also found that very interesting. Yeah. And then I also found that um, Native Americans, when they were around, they used to use um, animal hide to make stamps. Yes. 
I'm not sure how they did it though. They would most probably have dried it out much like leather and used it that way. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure myself, but that's a very interesting way of doing it. And then also wood as well. Um, people would carve into wood and yes. then use that. Yes, you you could actually still still do that today if you really wanted to. You could take a piece of wood and you could etch in a something and well, whatever it is that you're wanting a a picture what whatever, and then you could use that with with ink as well to make a stamp in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. And then do you know who rubber was first ever discovered by? No, I'm afraid not. Um, so I found that it was discovered by, um, I think it was some French scientist. I'm not sure of his exact name, but he was uh, exploring through the Amazon and he like picked a branch off a, le- a tree and then this sap started to fall out and he found that it was very bendy, like rubber. So he actually found rubber and he sent it back for testing and that's when rubber came about. I think that was in the early 1500s. Very, very interesting. It sounds about right. <laughs> And then thank you for coming in today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for coming in. It's been wonderful speaking about stamps. Um, I found it very interesting, and I think I could really use those for my clothing. (laughs) Well, good. Then we'll we'll talk after this then. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, thank you for coming in. And just a reminder once again for the riddle, um, we're nearly going to finish the questions and then i'm just going to remind the riddle then you can go is that okay perfect okay so the riddle was a girl is sitting in a house at night that has no uh that has no lights on at all there's no lamp no candle nothing yet she is reading how is she reading you don't know the answer do you i think i do but i'm gonna i'm gonna wait i'd rather have uh one of the listeners (laughs) answer but i i might be wrong for all i know okay uh um i think i've got a pretty good idea of the answer as well oh good good so thank you gabby for coming in it has been wonderful yes it has thank you so much let's have another song